Oak Ridge Periodic Tables is the name for um, a new community movement that we um, have formed up post-COVID. Prior, it was called the People's Supper of Oak Ridge. Our mission is pretty simple. It's to get people together around good food and good conversation for the purpose of healing, for reclaiming stories in our community that may be on the edges or on the margins that don't often get told, uh, and just to give general community building opportunities for people to network, form relationships, um, anything that's fun in the community or uh, that needs to get out there in a way that uh, good food can accentuate. We're all about it. You're listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join Michael Holtz and his guests for conversations about all things ORAU. They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, our impact on an ever-changing world, our innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers, and our commitment to the communities where we do business. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. As ever, it's me, your host, Michael Holtz, from the Communications and Marketing Department at ORAU. And this episode is our yearly conversation. Naomi Asher, we've been doing this for a few years. I am so glad you're back. Naomi Asher is the Executive Director of the United Way of Anderson County, and I know that name has changed a little bit, so United Way of... We serve Anderson, Campbell, Morgan, and Scott counties. So, lots of lots of territory yeah. being covered by the United Way. Um, again, this is our annual conversation. We're going to talk to Naomi. We ha- also have a couple of guests. We have Kath- Catherine, Katie Burnett, and we have David Aldrin. Um, and we're going to talk about their agencies, why United Way is so important for those of us whose companies like ORU do annual giving campaigns for the United Way. These are organizations that we're supporting. We're going to talk about all of those cool things. Um, but Naomi, let's start with the United Way. Why is it important for people to support the great work that United Way does? Well, first of all, this is um, no joke. One of my favorite things I get to do all year, come and chit chat with you and be on this podcast. I love it. So thank you so much for this opportunity again. Um, Why it's important is um, I just spent the morning working with different volunteers. We had several of the kids from the Ark of Anderson County. um, uh, That's youth with disabilities. They were out here this morning working with us in our community gardens. Those community gardens provide opportunities for volunteers from all over the community to come out here, be together in growing food that then goes back to the hands and the mouths of those who are the most hungry in our community. Um, it's little things like that that United Way does that I feel like are why everybody should get involved in one way or another. So it's not just those, it's not just the big dollars that we provide to our agency partners. It's these little gaps that we fill. And I know we've talked about this every year, but um, being able to provide um, feminine hygiene products for every middle and high school um, teenager throughout our entire community and service area, that's made such a huge impact. We've changed 
um, the number of days that girls are missing school mm-hmm. then impacting their ability to keep up with their work. That's then changing their GPA and it's changing the trajectory of their future yeah, in yeah. something small as, you know, $10 worth of feminine hygiene products. So it's these little gaps that we're filling in. Um, this is why I'm so excited to have the guests that we have with us today, um, because it just shows this network and how we all work together to support each other. Um, year after year, I will bring funded partners to talk about what the dollars mean. This year, I've um, got David with us as well to talk about periodic tables that does not require United Way dollars, but does um, require this partnership and um, ability to work together to really bring in other funded partners to bring in leverage other dollars from other communities that have come in to invest in making Oak Ridge the Oak Ridge that we know that it can be and making our community and our region um, a more accepting, loving, supportive community that helps everyone to thrive. So I'm really excited about this conversation today. We always have fun people with us, but I think um, this year is no exception, just going to be really interesting and really cool. So thank you again. Absolutely. And, you know, as you said, what I love about this conversation is big dollars are great. Big dollars are awesome. Right. No, no doubt about that. But those little impacts Mm -hmm. that seem so small can be life changing. I mean, as you said, you know, feminine hygiene products changing the lives of young women in school because they don't have to miss days. Um, you know, a little bit of food on the table, a little bit of, you know, paying a light bill, um, making sure somebody has a fan in the summertime. I mean, all of those things that add up to big changes. So, um, I'm excited. I'm always excited about this conversation too. And I want to introduce our guests. Um, we have, David Allred from Periodic Tables, and we have Katie Burnett from the YWCA. Katie, I want to start with you and talk about um, the work of the YWCA and being a funded partner um, with the United Way, why, why that's important. Yes, so Naomi and um, the United Way, they are um, one of our most important partners. Um, through their funding, we're able to um, do a lot of our advocacy services. And the YWCA of Knoxville and the Tennessee Valley, we offer a vast array of things. Um, I don't know if the average Oak Ridger would realize um, what an issue domestic violence, violence is right here. Um, you know, you would be shocked at the amount of walk-ins and phone calls that we get here every day. Um, and we just try to go from the ground up and meet our clients where they're at. Um, sometimes that means they come in and they just need to talk to somebody and they need some advice with navigating the legal system. 
Um, I myself am the Anderson County Transitional Housing Coordinator. Um, so a lot of our clients due to the domestic violence, they actually become homeless because they're left with this decision of, do I stay and endure this abuse um, lots of time with children involved or do I leave? And when they do leave, um, they end up in a car or they end up hotel hopping, uh, couch surfing. Um, and so this program specifically is for uh, residents in Oak Ridge and Anderson County. Um, we partner with landlords and we help to get them into housing. And this program has been vastly impacted by the United Way funding. Um, if I could share, I have a client actually within the past couple of weeks. Uh, she's a young mom, five children. And I don't know if you all have noticed, but um, the inflation in the rental market right now is extremely challenging. Um, you know, it can take three grand just to get someone into a, a, a rental, a two bedroom rental. Um, so this particular family, they are living in a car. It is hot. Um, the partner um, of the victim was the, the main um, income for their family. So, if it weren't for that United Way funding, I would not have been able to partner with the landlord and get them out of the car and into a home. So that is four children under the age of 10 with beds and electricity and running water and a family kept together. And that is just invaluable. Um, so this partnership and that's not the only one. There's been several other clients um, that if it wasn't for United Way, they would not have been um, housed. Um, but that is a huge impact for us. Um, we also do other things. Uh, we have the Phyllis Wheatley Center um, over in East Knoxville, and that caters to um, grade-age children for mentorship um, and a safe, positive place to go after school. We have Game Changers, which is for middle school age boys. It's a prevention um, to talk to them about um, sexual violence, dating violence, to end that violence against women. Katie, can I just say that the thought of $3,000 a month for rent mm -hmm. is important, right? Especially yes. when you're on the run. You know, you're you're trying to get out of a situation that is unacceptable, um, and you have no place to go. It's unbelievable. Um, so I'm glad that programs like yours exist to help those those women and those families um, be able to stay in a comfortable place. I mean, just to have a bed has to be reassuring for. Those women that are being helped, you know, those mamas that are being helped with that program. So I just can't, I can't imagine. Yes. Um, it's extremely challenging um, here in Anderson and over in Knox. Um, the inflation on these rentals, um, you know, it's, it's tripled um, or at least doubled. And even to find, and what we're finding is um, the properties that are open, um, even ones that um, clients could use a housing voucher on, even those properties are, you know, $1,500 a month, um, $1,700 a month. And it has been extremely challenging. And this is a reason that, this is a reason that women um, end up getting, um, 
I don't want to use the word murdered, but uh, they lose their lives. Um, and not only women, women, children, men, um, they lose their lives to domestic violence because when faced with um, when faced with those options of staying and suffering the abuse and living in fear, if your only other option is to leave and experience homelessness, um, especially if you have children with you, it's very scary. And so these uh, victims will stay. And unfortunately, sometimes they end up losing their life because of that. So being able to partner within Anderson County with our other agencies and fund to get these clients into homes and get them away from their abuser. Um, it's, it's housing them and it's saving their lives. Wow. It's amazing work that you're doing. And well, thank you. Life, life changing and life saving. Um, and yes. I, you know, for the women that might be listening, if you were in that situation, please reach out to Katie, to the YWCA and, and get help. There's clearly a program that can help you, even if you think you can't afford it, um, to get you out of that situation. Yes, absolutely. David, welcome to the show. David, tell me what Periodic Tables is. Oak Ridge Periodic Tables is the name for um, a new community movement that we um, have formed up post-COVID. Prior, it was called the People's Supper of Oak Ridge. Our mission is pretty simple. It's to get people together around good food and good conversation for the purpose of healing, for reclaiming stories in our community that may be on the edges or on the margins that don't often get told, uh, and just to give general community building opportunities for people to network, form relationships, um, anything that's fun in the community or uh, that needs to get out there in a way that uh, good food can accentuate. We're all about it. Love it. So is, is this available to anybody? Is it for a specific group of people or is it truly, I mean, it sounds like it's truly community building. People come together, share their stories, pour their lives into each other, you know, build relationships. That's a great question. So we, uh, and this is where my, our relationship with the United Way comes in very, to be very beneficial and handy. Okay. Uh, we, we basically will call us up or around a particular topic or event or idea. So um, to be in partnership with United Way and to be in relationship there, um, I'm able to learn about what's going on in the community. What are the needs? Do, do we do a periodic table around homelessness? Uh, we actually will have some food provided to discuss and have an, a safe place for uh, domestic violence coming up in, in October. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never have met Katie if it weren't for Naomi and United Way. So um, the partnership that we've been able to form is one of incredible networking. And oftentimes you can't really put a dollar amount on what networking does, mm-hmm. uh, but it's so important and so critical in the process of community building that we are in relationship with each other. And if I could just back up and put on my other hat for a yep. second, I'm a, sure. I'm a pastor of High Places Community Church. We own and operate the Historic Grove Theater, which is sort of a hub for music and entertainment in our community. And I first met Naomi years ago because um, she was a part of our Oak Ridge Ministerial Association. And so there was a whole group of pastors um, 
who meet together once a month who rely on updates uh, from United Way as to what what's going on in the community. And then that partnership and relationship works both ways. Ministers are able to say, hey, here's what we're, we're dealing with with our congregants, or here's some, some issues that we're running into. Um, could you point us in the right direction? Could you uh, maybe make that introduction? I'm, I'm a shy pastor, you know, could you introduce me to whoever runs, you know, this particular program because I have some real needs uh, in my congregation right now. Um, and so the things that United Way does extend far beyond just making monetary donations to nonprofit organizations. Um, they actually connect resources to people. So if there's someone in my congregation struggling with alcohol or substance abuse, I can say, uh, pick up the phone and call the United Way office and say, what's going on? Uh, what's, what's working? Where are the groups meeting right now? I'd love to introduce, you know, my congregant to a community of people who can uh, walk with him or her through that situation. And so those, those relationships are, like I said, they're priceless. I mean, you can't really put a dollar amount on what that means to have that kind of networking hub in our community. So when uh, I wrote the grant for the periodic tables, and the periodic tables is a play on words, it's the Oak Ridge science thing, sure. but we meet around tables periodically, um, it's sort of the, the joke with that. Um, it. I think it's awesome. But when I I was writing the grant, I could think of, of no one that I think could give a better picture of our community and serve as a reference uh, for this grant process than Naomi, because she is that connected. And I have had to lean on her uh, so many times in the past. So she did it and we won it. We won a grant. So we actually get to pay for food and, and bring people together. I did want to say, um, to uh, carry on from um, David talking about the networking. So United Way is the root or the center of our community and definitely our nonprofit social work sect. Um, there has been so many times during my career where I had a client who had a need and I'm hitting brick wall after brick wall after brick wall. And it's like United Way. Let's talk to Naomi. Let's let's send her an email. Let's call. And if Naomi cannot figure it out at United Way, then nobody can figure it out. <laughs> because they, like Naomi and United Way, they are who I know I can refer a client to. And they are going to get some type of help, whether that be direct help or they're going to have someone that is listening to them and their needs or they're going to get a referral to a resource. Um, so, yes, United Way always comes through. Awesome. I love that. Well, and I, one of the things that I love, I mean, there's all kinds of things I love about this job, but one of the things is, you know, just being here with, we, you know, with Katie and Dave and, and getting to see how we've got this opportunity to do this periodic table coming up in October, which I'm going to give them a chance to talk about, but around domestic violence. How can we better bring the right people to the table to bring um, these important issues and concerns up and make sure that we're um, working together as a whole community to make sure that these needs are being heard, to kind of circle back on things that, that Katie was talking about, you know, the challenge of, of finding rental properties and those kinds of things. I was just speaking with another um, significant employer and as we're seeing more and more of our high paying um, jobs that those individuals are living in Knoxville, 
which is great. And this is not me saying don't do that. But what it does mean is that the individuals that we have living here in Oak Ridge and Anderson County um, are in a lot of those support service type roles. So they are the reason why you can run out and grab a salad at lunch. They're the reason why you can stop and get a coffee when you're on your way to work. Stop and get a beer so you're not stuck in traffic crossing the bridge at the end of the day. Um, get your grocery store or run to the grocery store, or fill up your tank, like those kinds of things. That's where we're seeing that the clients that we're working with so much, that's where they're working. That's what that's the life that they're that they're living. And those are not jobs that um, afford you to be able to pay your bills anymore. So we have had a lot of information about the Alice population, asset limited, income constrained, employed. This is something that the State Association for United Way has put out. It's a huge research data project. We drilled down all the way down to the zip code on what are the what are the real costs to live in this community? And what is the average income? And we've got over 50% of our community here in Anderson County that falls either into the poverty bucket or the Alice bucket. And so we're really trying to get the word out to employers like ORAU, like, um, you know, other major contractors, that these are really great jobs. You guys have awesome jobs that allow people to more than just afford to live, right? And so when we're talking about giving those dollars back, we really ask that um, you consider the place that you work as well as just the place that you live, because this community um, you know, you spend more time at work than anywhere else, right? So your whole life, when you look back at your life, you're going to have spent the most time, this is depressing, I know, unless you're me and you love your job, but um, it's depressing to think about. This is where you're spending most of your life. So this is your work family. This is this is still a huge piece of your life. So to invest those dollars back into the community that you are spending um, at your work home, uh, we really just want to get the word out that we uh, we would highly encourage that so that we can help clients uh, like Katie. But, you know, when Dave was talking about being a pastor at High Places, that's another church that if Katie calls me and we're brainstorming or trying to figure out um, what to do, I always know that there's, you know, Dave is a call away and, hey, help us with this. Do you do you guys have any dollars right now that you can put towards this? And um, just having that community and that ability to kind of live in this interconnected world of, of services, um, it's just awesome. And I absolutely love it. So um, I guess we can throw it back to Dave to keep talking about periodic. Oak Ridge Periodic Tables is currently doing a racial bridging journey, and we're bringing uh, – conversation and reclaiming stories in our community uh, around white black relationships. The Scarborough 85 has uh, currently been in the news. And we began to ask the question, um, if we didn't know that history, how much other history have we maybe forgotten or neglected? Right. And so we're, we're just gathering together with a small group of people to begin with. We'll expand that out next year in February. Uh, but holding these conversations and holding this safe space to um, to build and network uh, relationships, because if our community was to suffer a, a moment of rupture or something, we want to know that we have um, voices and people at the table who trust one another. Uh, we have a saying that we use at periodic tables that change happens at the speed of trust mm -hmm. and trust happens at the speed of relationships. 
And so we want to we want to be building relationships um, everywhere we go in case moments of rupture do appear in our community. And and we have that that web of connection uh, in place to to deal with anything that might come our way. And in the process, we're learning and we're growing and we're stretching. And um, it's just been a wonderful thing so far. And um, we'll be working with the Disability Fair next month. Uh, people with disabilities uh, also often live on the margins and their stories are often uh, ones that we don't hear. And so to be able to do a, a supper around that with uh, both abled and uh, disabled people to share, like what what's life like when the sidewalks maybe don't really connect as they should and you're partially blind? Uh, what's, what's it like to go into a restaurant and not be able to maneuver you know, your, um, your uh, wheelchair, your device. Um, so having those kind of conversations around food and, and, and just creating a safe place where people know that they're heard, they're seen, they're loved uh, is so important, which is why I'm really excited about um, October uh, working over at the Y and just providing some food. And, and we're not going to, to be super formal about that conversation. We'll have conversation cards, then we're gonna encourage people uh, just to share with each other. And also because, you know, we want to be sensitive to what we talk about. We, we want to stay focused on the positive. What are the resources in our community? Uh, where can people turn? How can we support each other? Um, at the end of the year, in December, I'm really hoping to do a dinner for women only who are survivors uh, of domestic violence. And I want to get them a nice care basket and provide childcare so that they don't have to feel like they're you know, they can't get there uh, and then just give them a, the best meal they've ever had and just say our community sees you. Uh, we are with you. And so things like that are um, they're just touches. The community needs touches like that to stay together and to be strong. We're stronger when we're working together. And so uh, I always joke with Naomi, you might as well just set me up an office over there because I feel like I'm I'm over at her office all the time. And uh, so just pull up a corner and get my work done over there because I end up there all the time. And she's connecting me to people and organizations that just they're they're thirsty and hungry for those kind of touches and that kind of community. So it's happening through the United Way, um, a major, uh, if not the major anchor point for services in uh, Oak Ridge and beyond. I, I, love, I love the whole idea of of periodic tables and just making connections. It's so important. Um, Naomi, I'm sorry you were going to say. No, that's okay. I was just going to say really quickly what I love about this too is um, both the Scarborough 85 Monument Project and um, the Access Disability Fair that are coming up are um, initiatives within the United Way umbrella as well. So um, it it's really cool for us to get to see, okay, well, this is a gap. How can United Way help with this? Okay, there's a committee that wants to provide this fair to the community. How can they do that most effectively? Well, here we'll provide um, these pieces of infrastructure. We can um, be your fiscal agent. We can do this and just help alleviate some of the stress to bring that to the community and ensure that we're able to provide those resources. And um, again, then getting to um, bring Dave in and do these incredible opportunities for conversation around that. And um, it's just been, it's it's been a really cool year. I'm looking forward to, to, the, to the last few months of the year. We've been working on so many plans that um, that are going to be so good. But um, yeah, I, I was excited about bringing Dave and Katie too, just to talk about the the dinners in October. So um, Katie, if you want to add anything to that. 
Yes. So I have to definitely throw my plug in. Um, so the YWCA um, on October the 5th, it's a Thursday um, from 530 to 730 p.m. We're having a community resource fair slash trunk or treat. Um, so we have 20 community partners already hosting trunks. So um, United Way is on board. And David actually came to that into the equation. Um, we had already started to plan this and David was connected um, to us. And he said, hey, um, how about we involve periodic tables in this? And it has really just blossomed from there. So on the inside of our building, we're going to be um, hosting a community mill to create a safe space and a positive space to talk about domestic violence awareness in our community. And then outside, we'll have um, all of our community partners in costume, handing out candy, uh, police and firemen will be there. Um, but I, our partnership um, with United Way and with David with periodic tables is invaluable. and. Um, domestic violence is almost always done in the dark and unfortunately the victims are not seen as they should be and so for periodic tables to come into our event and create that space where our domestic violence survivors and victims they can be seen and it can be a positive experience um, and it can be a coming together of our community. So we're very much looking forward to that and um, hope to see our community show up for that event. Thank you for that, Katie. Naomi, you know, we, as we said at the outset, we've done this together for a couple of years. And, you know, I think the through line of this, of all of these conversations has been, you know, United Way fills in and bridges the gaps, right? Um, again, it's it's not the huge things. It's the little but important and impactful things that other organizations may not be thinking about, may not be able to make happen. Um, and then being that connector, being that bridge builder between, you know, a YWCA and periodic tables and other resources in the community to have an even larger impact together. Um, because, you know, when we're, when we're working together and not in our silos, we can do more. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. so that's why, you know, for, for my fellow employees who are listening, our annual giving campaign kicks off on October 23rd. And, oh. You know, I hope that as they're listening to this and other folks who have annual giving campaigns at their companies are listening can understand that their dollars go really far in solving big problems in the community. And it doesn't have to be, you know, large dollars, you know, every y'all make every dollar count. Um, and as we've talked about, like you find ways to make every dollar matter and make an impact. And I just hope everyone who's listening understands and appreciates that. And I know that is where your heart is <laughs> and, you know, all of you together, um, are doing tremendous things for this community. So I just, first of all, want to say thank you, but also just, you know, 
to let people know that, you know, I see it. I hope they see it too. Thank you. Thank you. It's a cup of coffee a week yes, can you. provide meals for a family of four. Um, for for the same for the same dollar amount that can provide meals every day of the week for, for a family of four. So those dollars really do get stretched. Um, and it really, you know, it's just, it's honestly as I know it sounds cheesy and cliche to say it's as simple as that, but it really is as simple as that. It's it's a cup of coffee. Um, it's a movie night. It's, you know, that small of an, of a dollar amount where taking that to one agency may not feel like it's going to make that big of an impact. When you do that with all of your fellow employees and you say, Hey, I'm going to do this. Will you do this with me? That makes such a huge impact on our community. Over a hundred thousand lives last year were touched mm. um, through through our service area, through dollars like that, just a, just a couple dollars a week um, from the, from everybody in this community. If everyone in Anderson County gave $20, we can fund every grant request we get. So um, we know that we've got, like I said earlier, with the Alice population, we've got more than 50% that can't. So this is my call that if you are not living in Anderson, give us just $20, $20 one time will will make an enormous impact. So, uh, and if you can do more than that and want to, we would love that as well. Absolutely. It's amazing to think that $20 a person could solve a whole host of issues, could fund every grant request that you get, um, could make an enormous difference in the communities that you serve. Um, I think I'm going to end the conversation right there um, and just say, you know, please give, please consider giving. um, And, you know, Naomi, where can folks folks go to learn more about what you're doing? They can check out our website, uwayac.org, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we ha- are in the beginning stages of a TikTok, so don't look for it yet uh, because there's not much content on it, but we are trying to do our best to get the word out. Facebook and Instagram, we update them daily. So um, definitely check us out, spend some time with us. Give us a call, come by our office, 301 Broadway Avenue, uh, work in our community garden. We will put you to work and give you all kinds of stuff to do. So That's okay. David, really where okay. can people find out more about periodic tables? You can go to oakridgeperiodictables.com and we have uh, a blog post. Please subscribe. We uh, try to get a blog up about once a month or so. And uh, if you want to subscribe to that, uh, you can get on the mailing list. But we'll we'll be presenting um, these upcoming o- October opportunities on our website within the coming uh, couple of days. They'll be up. So Awesome. So look for those. And Katie, for people who want to learn more about the YWCA, where do they go? We are across all social media platforms, um, YWCA Knoxville in the Tennessee Valley. Uh, our main phone number is 865-523-6126. Um, our website is ywcaknox.com. Um, and also we are at 1660 Oak Ridge Turnpike, Monday through Friday. Um, you can always walk in. Um, don't hesitate to just come on in the front door if you need help or you know someone who needs help. Awesome. 
Naomi Asher, Katie Burnett, and Dave Allred, thank you so much for spending this time today and talking about the great work that you're doing. I really, really appreciate it. And um, you're doing great things. I hope once again, folks, if you're listening, this is why you need to give. This is why you need to support your annual giving campaign. This is why you need to help your community. Little things make a huge difference and we can all be part of that and give up a coffee a week, give up a, give up a lunch, do something that will make a world of good. So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. And uh, we'll, we'll see you for the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at ORAU and on Instagram at ORAU Together. If you like Further Together, the ORAU podcast, We would appreciate you giving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews will help more people find the podcast.